I hate hang on for the record. <laughs> hang on sucks. <laughs> That's not my catch line. I say hear me out. That's literally what I say. Hang on. Welcome to episode 27 of Hang On, the podcast. Oh, this is a genius idea. This is, <laughs> this is great. All right. You know, so one I, of I the just, other hang things. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> All right. So another thing that I thought of, I found this job that I really want to do once I stop doing the job that I have now. But so anyway, the one of the jobs that I found uh, that I really want is out on the Cape in Massachusetts, actually on Martha's Vineyard, which I don't know if people from the Cape, actually, I guess it'd be the other way around. If like people from Martha's Vineyard would get, or Nantucket, get mad if you call it the Cape, because I guess it's not really on the Cape, their islands off of the Cape. So like, like I, part of me feels like people from Nantucket or Martha's Vineyard would get like kind of snooty or uppity if you said that they were on the cape i don't know do you know do you have anything (laughs) i've never been that is something you're you're the least martha's vineyard person i feel like so far away from yeah from that (laughs) but anyway so i was looking around and there are houses on martha's vineyard in nantucket that i mean granted they're probably five to ten million dollar houses um but they're renting out in the summertime for 20 to fifty thousand dollars a week how many rooms? Uh, you know, varies. Oh, my gosh. Anywhere from, like, five bedrooms to 11 bedrooms. You know, but, like I said. I, I mean, guess these, if these, that's your vacation, that seems like maybe reasonable. You go with it with, like, four or five couples. But that still seems high. How yeah. nice is it there? Oh, I mean, I don't know. I've never been there. But uh, <laughs> You call it the Cape. <laughs> I mean, it's called... I've, it's, never, it's, I've never been there. It's called, it's called the Cape. I mean, I didn't make... Did you drive by... I, what now? Have you ever you never driven by even? I mean, I've been to Boston area and like south of Boston and like Newport, Rhode Island. Like I've been all around there. I've never, I've just never been to the Cape or Martha's Vineyard or Nantucket. Gotcha. Hopefully this summer I'll be traveling to all of those. Um, but anywho, and Martha's Vineyard isn't the only place that this exists where there's going to be you know i'm thinking like aspen colorado in the winter time or like maybe even places like in new york city like in manhattan or you know miami or i don't know pick a place you can probably find crazy expensive rentals right so let's say you own one of these properties and you are renting it out for 20 to fifty thousand dollars a week that's a lot of money right for some people yes i mean for yeah for some people that are most of the people I feel like that are listening to this podcast, that's a lot of money to the average, average American. That's a lot of money. So what if you offered as to make yourself exclusive compared to all the other rentals out there, you offered custom decorations and furniture for every stay using your idea. So not only do you book the stay for, the week, but you get to choose if you want it, it, you know, it could just be an option. Cause I feel like some people would be like, I really don't care. I'm not going to spend the time to go and, um, pick out so 10, bedro- like- 10 bedrooms worth of furniture. But like this service that we are talking about, which normally would be used by people to who own make, the property. make more use of their room right. could be used by people who have high end rentals like Airbnbs or VRBOs or so now you're you have a very exclusive rental on Martha's Vineyard and you're charging $50,000 a week 
to, and one of the options that you offer is total custom, basically interiors or furniture based on what they want. So like they can go in using your app and your website and select what all furniture in all the rooms that they want. Your company comes in and wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, changes out all the furniture. They come in and it's exactly like they want the exact mattress they want the exact size beds they want the exact style beds they want the exact type furniture they want in the living room so i wouldn't have had any experience but i did do a rental <clears throat> service not too long ago and each of the rooms had been set up for the probably the house owner's family mm -hmm. and how they normally entertain guests but like not at all lined up for what we needed exactly so you know, some couples in like two twin beds which if you're there in your relationship that's fine you can like order that yeah I'm but if you're in 40 i'm not sleeping in a twin bed with my girlfriend it's just right. it's not gonna work well you each have your own twin bed you could lucy i love lucy yeah. that and just push them well, together later. 1950s i guess yeah it depends. Are you also, you know, filming in the bedroom and you want more lighting? Dang, I feel now. Hold on. Hang on. <laughs> Hang on. What if, what if we are staging for something and someone's like, I need a lot of floodlights in the room. Does that flag any any associate of ours? Yeah, on the app, if you order seven or more floodlights, then you will call the police. You know? Now, if I was an entrepreneur looking to make videos of a particular nature, you could set up theme rooms, right? For whatever you're shooting that day. Yeah. I mean, I guess, yeah, this is fantastic. I heard that the adult movie making industry is in the billions of dollars. Now we're saying we could team up with a rental service and just have the room staged and the cleaning service we already talked about. I, like I said, I think the opportunities for this idea are somewhat endless, almost to a fault. Like one of the issues here is getting kind of too broad. You know, we started with one idea, which was kind of the in-law suite thing and having average people who live in average houses, two to three bedrooms, being able to make use of, because it's so annoying. I've got a spare bedroom right now and I'm like, why the hell do I have a spare bedroom? We never use the spare bedroom. You know right. what I'm saying? Um, and we could be using it for so many other activities or so much more stuff other than a spare bedroom, but you always want to have that spare bedroom for when family or friends come in. So I think it's great for that, but I also think that it has so many other opportunities. And if you make a nice streamlined website and you have good options, you're not going to be able to go in initially and be furnishing these houses all the time the, you know, like we we're talking about with the huge rental properties and stuff like that, that's going to be ha something you're going to have to grow into because you're not going to have the capital to go out and buy the stuff that they want. And you're not going to have the, you know, storage space or just the inventory to go out and do that stuff. Um, I think one of our, our big takes is going to be uh, themed for the holidays. So like ooh, imagine yourself yeah. writing Christmas of course, you're going to want green and red sheets and a comforter with, like, mm. Santa Claus on it and All wreaths right. and a Christmas tree. Boom. St stop you there. You got to say, hang on. That's the whole point uh, of the podcast. I thought it was hear me out. No. <laughs> we went with hang on. Yeah, I know. I, don't, I, I wish someone would have told me about this. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hang on. Hang well, on. Hang on. make you an associate producer, maybe? <laughs> no, I, I'm just the talent. I, I don't produce. You know? All right. Hang on. Hang on. Let's stop you there. 
not only can you do that, it's a whole nother portion of the business. Ooh. Oh, but whole nother portion of the business when it comes holiday season and you want the holiday decorations, but you don't want to spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars on Christmas lights and spend hours and hours in the bitter cold putting up Christmas lights like Clark Griswold. You hire our company. We come in. We put up your Christmas, the Christmas lights. We decorate your house. And then we leave. And then when the season's over, we come back and pick up your decorations and we store them. I like that idea. We have indoor and outdoor. I feel like you can make decent money just if you're comfortable climbing up a ladder and hanging Christmas lights. Yeah. I, but also, like people, there's I mean, some people if that you're like doing outdoors, their plates. If you're doing cups. Out, outdoor stuff too, like I really feel like you could get like almost as far as into like there's so many options with this. And I feel like we're, I feel like this is very similar to could be just tap into a bunch of different businesses like party planning or like party services like right now if we're doing outdoor indoor are we providing like tents and and tables and like for people to have outdoor events like in their backyard hang on on. now i'm thinking what if you don't have the bedroom that you need could somebody deliver one of those pods or one of those tractor trailers to your houses that has a bedroom in it so they just boom drop it off now your individual has a heated and cooled unit. You just tap into your power supply. You plug it into your home. And they have their own like RV-style storage container on your property. And when you're done, you can have them shipped away. Actually, hang on. I got to gotta digest Yeah, I got to digest one, right? this. I almost feel like that is a better idea than... It doesn't work in urban situations, right? When you're in an apartment complex. Maybe, okay. All right. Let's 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 narrow this down. Hang on. All right. Let's let's get this down. I hate hang on for the record. <laughs> hang on sucks. <laughs> That's not my catch line. I say hear me out. That's literally what I say. So now every time I try to say hear me out. Can we just call it the hang on podcast? But I'll just keep saying hear me out yeah, because of okay, because yeah. hear me out is my catch line. Yeah. Hang on is not my catch line. You I'll, can say hang on. I'll you can be the hang, hang on, on guy. Be mine. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. So hear me out. Let's narrow it down. Let's stop all this other stuff. If people want to use it for that, that's fine, and we can let people use it for whatever they want it for. Two, it's a two prong business. One prong is exactly what you're talking about originally. People come in, move your stuff out, move a bedroom in. When your guests leave, they leave, they move the bedroom stuff out and put the stuff in. Option two, the pod bedrooms. You have people coming in, you don't have a spare bedroom. We bring in a pod, air conditioned, heated, fully fully serviced, maybe possibly with some sort of plumbing in there. I don't know how hard that would be to do, but if that would be possible, I think that would be great. Even maybe not a um, maybe not a toilet, but like a gray water plumbing where like you could hook up some sort of garden hose and have filters where you could at least take a shower in there. I um, think you could set it up either way. I think it would cost more to have the plumbing, and it's definitely doable. Yeah, but I think those two just offer those two options, and I think that's a that's a marketable business, and it serves both because, like you said. The pod thing I feel like is easier because you could assemble it at the warehouse, drop it off in the driveway, 
or wherever on the property, or let's say you don't even have, let's say you're doing some construction, right? Mm -hmm. Or like you're building your house or like you, you bought some property, you're having your house built or they're coming in to like bomb your house because you have like a bomb, some sort bomb. of in, yeah. Yeah, infestation or they're doing some sort of renovations. You have flooding, you have your house gets hit by a tornado. Think of how this could work in like uh, disaster areas where there's like flooding or tornado hits or like your roof's getting repaired or whatever the case may be. And now you need an extra bedroom or two bedrooms. You order up these pods. They're assembled at the warehouse to your specifications. What kind of beds you want? Do you want plumbing, no plumbing? And then they are shipped to your location, your property, put where you want on your property. And then when you're done with them, they come pick them up and you're paying far less than you would for a hotel room and you're on your property. And then two, you're in an urban area. You don't have a driveway. You don't have property. You have friends and family coming into town. Very similar to my layout here. Friends and family com coming into town. Yeah. You want to use your room that you use as your home office as a spare bedroom. You do the thing. They come in. They pack up your stuff. They put it in a secure location. They bring in a bedroom. They install that stuff. Now your, people, your family and friends have a place to stay. I think that's simple, clean, marketable. I feel like and I really, really like it. I feel like the delivering the room is actually strong enough that I want to try it. How much could a storage container be? And you just put down some engineered hardwoods, put up some drywall. I like, mean, people are that's a crazy stage. There's people building yeah, like the, tiny homes and stuff. The everywhere. tiny homes and the uh, building homes out of the storage units. And so, like, that's already a thing that people are doing to like live in normally. Yeah. So now you can offer them, you know, an extra, what is it, train? Uh, you can offer them an extra, you like trains. Uh, I do like trains. Uh, that's an Amtrak. Uh, that's all I know about it. It's a diesel electric. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I think, honestly, I think even if you just started with the pods and then moved into the, what was the original idea, that would be the easiest way to do it. Um, and you could initially just have, it's not customizable. Like, let's say when you start out, you buy 10 storage units, you fix up these 10 storage units in like 10 kind of different ways. I would do 10 of the same initially. Let's, this is the first launch. Somebody out there I would say, really I would needs say help. maybe do like five and five. Okay. Maybe do five of like one just nice bedroom, no plumbing. Right. And the other one with like nice bedroom and plumbing or something like right. that. Or maybe split with like one with like a one, like a king size bed in one side and then like some bunk beds in another for like a like a family that needs it or i don't know maybe a couple of different options but that's it there's no customizing it's just yeah you pick one of these three and it's delivered we deliver it and you know it's done because there's no overhead so now you have you have the initial startup cost right of buying these 10 storage units or five or i'd pick 10s around number i like 10 yeah and whatever furniture that you're putting into them air conditioning units I mean, the startup cost there can't be that crazy high. Let's right. say you got $75,000 in it. Yeah. Which I think you could even go out if this business flopped and you didn't, you know, you could just market those as tiny homes and sell them and yeah. make maybe not all of your money back, but some of your money back. So then you get those 10 and you put them in some storage area or Preferably you own property so you can just store them on your property. Yeah. And now you have zero overhead. You yeah. started up a website or an app or whatever. And if no one buys it, you're not losing money. Like, just think of the parties you could have at your place. Actually, and you think have about like five rooms. You know what this is? 
you know what this is? I haven't even really thought. It's like having an RV yeah. without having to have an RV. Yeah. So like, I don't, don't have to drive my RV somewhere correct. or my tiny home somewhere. Like, I could contact, you know, maybe there'd be some, like, you'd have to talk to people. But, like, I could contact the campground that normally I'd park my RV at. And instead of having my RV parked there, they're just going to deliver my pod there. Yeah. And I fly in and I stay at the campground or, you know, whatever the case may be. Or, like you said, I think people would use it for people coming into town. You're working on your house. You're having your house, like, bug bombed. You're having construction done on your house, and you don't want to listen to it. You have, like, your son moves back from college, and he's a millennial, so he doesn't, you know, he's not, he doesn't have a job, <laughs> you know, but you don't want him living in the house. Um, you know, whatever the case may be. One of the things that I get really thoughtful about is always Ooh, around Christmas sorry, because sorry, of how hear cold me out, it is. Hear me out. Hear me out. Or... You got people who have like uh, camps, especially up here in upstate New York, who have camps like hunting camps and stuff like that. Instead of them having to build a permanent structure on that yeah. land, they can use these and they only are paying for it and have they have zero upkeep. Yeah. They're only paying for it when they're using it. And it's as simple as just like close it, lock it up and tell us to come up. pick it up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I love it. So one of my thoughts is people don't want to walk outside necessarily if there's two feet of snow on the ground and again that's only an upstate new york thing it would be very easy to convert a standard size garage to the door unit and have it like inflatable you know like one of those plastic things where you can oh yeah add it to the house you basically just back the the pop-up hotel or whatever you want to call it uh hotel pop-up actually that's a good name i like that name hotel pop-up you just park that basically flush with the garage and then have some way of sealing up the garage other than the garage door. And like, then now you have access to the house without having to walk outside. And that would be very nice, you know, somewhere like here um, in upstate New York where it gets to like negative 20 in the wintertime. Right. But if you're living in a, you know, you got a five foot walk. Like even if you just didn't do that, you just parked it literally next to the garage and then mm-hmm. gave the people a garage door opener yeah. and then let them open the garage door and then walk out into the garage and then close the garage door. I mean, like yeah. that would be kind of... We'd also do heated floors. See, I'm always thinking about Christmas. I mean, it's I, feel always like, I feel like heated floors would be easy to do in something like that. Oh, yeah. The hardest thing to do with something like this would just be, how one, how are you going to do power? Are you going to plug that into, like, are you going to have solar cells or a generator? Um, are you going to plug into the house electrical? Because most places on the outside are only going to have like a 120 volt outlet. Right. You're not going like to be able to. 20 or 30 amps. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to want to power like an AC unit, a heater, you know, a TV, you know, all this. It, it'll lights. do all the lights and TV just fine. The AC unit's going to be the. Yeah. Or if, heater is going to be the hard, the, the issue. Right. I don't think it would be that hard to get like a Honda generator and throw it on the Can side you of it. Take 220 outlets. Is there a way to do this? I don't know. Maybe maybe that's something we have where there's a 240 connection, so you don't need a generator, but you have to have the plug in your garage or whatever. And people that frequent the service could play, pay the electrician 100 bucks to come set that up. And it's just like the one-time fee, and then you have a 240. Or maybe there are, and we could do solar solar panels too. Solar on top, yeah. Um, I could make it, paint the pod green. And maybe Put you... Christmas lights on the outside of it. I feel like this isn't a Christmas episode, but I hope people listen to it yeah. at Christmas. But I feel like if you did the solar cells and maybe like some sort of battery bank or something like that, and then you also plugged it into the 120, there are probably, I mean, a lot of those self-contained air conditioning units 
run on our 120. Oh, yeah. So, like... You could get a pretty chili, and it's such a small space, and if you insulated, insulated it, it well, it'd be fine. Yeah. I, I feel like you could do most everything you wanted to do on 120. You yeah. just may have to use a few outlets, like multiple outlets. Yeah. Like, maybe you're... You, you know, have to be the, conscious the, the AC, the Yeah, the AC runs on one outlet, the and then the lights and TV and the rest of everything runs on another outlet. Yeah, you can run multiple extension cords as long as you don't plug it in the same switch. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I really think... How much is a storage? I'm going to look up how much storage yeah. container is. I'm going to say you can probably buy a storage container for less than 10 grand all day. I bet you could fix it we up We'd probably buy them in bulk for, you know... I'm going to say 1500 bucks a piece. That's what I'm. That's my guess. Storage container. The first thing that comes up is pods. I love pods. I think it's a great idea. I think, even to this day, I think that's a fantastic well, idea. Well, I mean, our goal is just to get bought out by pods, right? Like, that's our that's our goal. Oh, I in probably this should do shipping containers. Yes. Or buy them. How much are old shipping containers? Eighteen hundred to five grand, depending on size. Instead of us trying to do this, right? We're gonna construct the pods. We're gonna buy them, construct them in different levels, and then we're gonna set up the website. All of the so all of the work. Yeah. All except of, delivery. All of the work. Well, no, we're not going to do delivery, cleaning or upkeep maintenance or advertising. We're just literally gonna sell the pods. So you come to me and you say, hey, I wanna be an entrepreneur. I wanna have my own business, but I don't really have the money or like I don't necessarily have the time to come up with an idea and like try to do something. This is a thing where I can buy the pods one at a time. Then I can use the service. I can advertise it however I wanna advertise it. And then I can use the service, the website for payment for ordering for everything but make it kind of customizable to me you know you can make it okay for so different users or whatever and then they're doing the upkeep they're doing the delivery they're doing the pickup they're doing the scheduling where we're literally they're buying the pods from us and then paying us a maintenance fee or a rental or a monthly fee to be a part of our network yeah okay that makes sense so we're just getting royalties off the idea essentially yeah instead of us having to because that one would allow us to expand much, much faster. Um, and that would allow us to kind of let the market organically decide where it's working and where it's not working. Also, people are going to buy the pods from us. So we're going to make money immediately, whether people are actually using the pods or not. And then it's up to those people to, to market and sell the pods. I like it. I don't even think it would be that hard. I kind of want to go build my own pods so when my in-laws or family come in town, boom, brilliant, right? Millions of dollars. Anyway, we will we will have an email address where you can send the uh, the paperwork to authorize this business in our name. Yeah. 15%, like we said. I think that's fair. Well, I thought we said 25. I don't know. We need Google Translate again. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, the business word of the week today is intellectual property. Right. So just because you heard it here... On episode 31 of Hear Me Out podcast. Wait, is it 27 <laughs> or 31? It's hang on. We went with hang on. <laughs> oh, oh, it's hang on. Oh. <laughs> well, no, 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 I mean, that'll be funny. I mean, that's All a right. good, yeah. Just, we'll bleep that out too. <laughs> no, I like that. I feel like that would, yeah. I, I knew it was hang on. I just... Well, instead of the business word of the week, should we just go through all the podcast names <laughs> that we had originally come up with? Oh, man. <laughs>
Hang on. Thank you for listening to our show. To participate, send your comments or business ideas to thehangonpodcast at gmail.com. Keep us motivated by subscribing to us on YouTube and iTunes. And tell a friend. This is the Hang On Podcast. It was an honor. See you next week.